Switzerland Meeting New Friends podcast, a podcast to bring people from all over the world together. My name is Sandra, I'm 100% Swiss cheese living in Switzerland. Grüezi und willkommen. Yeah, today I have a very inspiring talk with Deborah. She is Swiss, but she traveled over um, 50 countries. That is really cool. And for the for three and a half years, she was a nomadic traveler. That is cool as well. So we will talk about traveling, of course, cooking, vegan, and about Switzerland and a lot more. Um, she does uh, catering, cooking class, retreats, and she published her own um, cookbook favorite recipe from um, the world is a vegan uh, cookbook with a lot of recipes from her travels. So, so really, really cool. And yeah, you will find all the information about her in the uh, info box and follow her on Facebook and Instagram. But first, let's have the talk. Welcome to this um, talk with Deborah. Hello Deborah, thank you for being here. Thank you very much for the invitation. Yeah, thank you. So actually um, we are both Swiss. Normally we can speak Swiss German, but now we are doing this in English. So <laughs> um, can you tell us about the person behind Deborah first? Um, so well, I'm, I'm a psychologist, a self-taught vegan chef. And I almost finished my further education as a holistic health and nutrition counselor. Oh, great. Uh, that I didn't know. So really cool. I think that is something really special that holistic, um, that the whole body, the whole health is, yeah, that's really cool. And yeah. um, can you um, maybe... Tell us how did you grow up and where, maybe in which canton do you grew up? And yeah, just. I grew up in the canton of Bern <laughs> and um, come originally from Nidau. That's very close to Biel. I think Biel, no, no more people. <laughs> yes, and when we speak, I, I see or I can hear you have another dialect than me. But uh, yes. that is that is what I love about Switzerland, the whole um, dialect from each. We have we are a small country and we have 26 canton and almost 26 or more uh, dialects. And that is so fantastic. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. So you said you're, um, you're a chef, you're doing holistic um, health and all the stuff. What do you think um, makes you special? Or what is what you want to share um, to the world? I think what makes me special is that I, I can achieve everything that I put my mind to. I know that our mind is extremely powerful. And even though I know that, sometimes I, I get surprised myself 
Like for example, two years ago when we were in Bali, I wrote down like in the present tense how I would like my future to look like in two years from that point. Um, so that's going to be in July. And I wrote that I want to have finished my cookbook and that I can live from my catering and that I meditate regularly and finish my further education. Um, yeah. And, and in general, have more stability because what I've realized when at that moment I was already traveling for three years and I was... I really like traveling because I think I get inspired a lot. I could try a lot of different things, um, also work-wise. And but I, I at some point, all this there are so much desire and ideas, projects in my mind, and to implement them, I realized I needed stability. So I was, I think, dreaming most about having more stability and educate myself further to bring more value to people. Amazing. So great because I'm doing the, the same thing, visualization and yeah, Very nice. mindfulness and it's unbelievable. But I think I have not the great mind than you. I think I stuck a little bit more in my thinking and so and I'm not the person that is good in believing me. So that's something what I have to learn <laughs> but really cool I think and and now you said now three years that it's now in July is it right so yes. how how did it manifest so everything is is here it's yes. more so tell me well, more actually it is more than I expected so I'm not only doing the catering I I do workshops as well and um, now I'm even thinking about starting online courses uh, where I'm kind of teaching more like online cooking, uh, but also about nutrition. And um, I'm also thinking about sharing more what I've learned about holistic health in general, like how you can yeah, improve, improve your life in, in general. And yeah, it's, it's really uh interesting like the only thing that i've realized that i wrote down was like start my own youtube channel and i haven't done it at all <laughs> but i am thinking about just starting it but not posting any videos just for the sake of i started it um yeah but for what is really interesting for me just by writing it down that time it went to my subconsciousness i didn't have to repeat it every day or or read it all the time so it was really something because I wanted it so bad, it just happened. And also what I think we are often worry about too much is we think, oh, but how can I do that? And the thing is really, it, it, you don't need to know how, you need to know why and what you want to do. But the how, it just happens. It's, it's really interesting. It just, um, you, you might meet the right people or you might stumble on the right information or it's it just it just comes right and this is what i think is so powerful about um trying to like to to really kind of like visual visualization <laughs> sorry <laughs> visualize about what you want um and then yeah just see the magic happen definitely i agree with you 100% that is something so um so powerful and 
wonderful that everything um, happened. And I think uh, the YouTube channel, you can do it tomorrow. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, great. So, um, let's talk first about. Um, I read, so you uh, were in the newspaper uh, because of your um, um, cookbook. And now I have to ask you first, then we can ask about the cookbook, because um, you traveled over 100, uh, no, over 50 uh, countries. Amazing, really. That is some a dream of mine, to travel a lot. And what is actually your favorite um, um, country? And Maybe what did you learn uh, most on your travel? What do you think? I don't really have my favorite country. Um, something I've also learned is it's not really like that waterfall or that mountain or um, this kind of sightseeing that I, I really enjoy about countries. It's, it's about the people that I meet that um, in, in those specific countries. So, um, and also like when you are in the right, um, like if you have the right people around you, it's, it feels much, um, yeah, like a country can feel so much different than, so I have, I've visited some countries several times and every time was a complete different experience. So it's, it's really what I've learned. It's when, when I think back about my past years as a traveler, it's always about the people that come to my mind, like situations, conversations I had with them, um, insights, inspiration I got from other people, things that I learned from them. Um, yeah, so that's it. Really cool. I think that is so important to see um, not only like, oh, I've traveled to to this um, waterfall, to this, that you will um, like to talk with people, get in touch with the people. Yeah. I think then you can learn the most from them. Mm -hmm. I think, yes. And um, I know that you um, you have written uh, your own cookbook, what is great, I love it. And um, you, um, you got the recipe from the people you traveled. Mm -hmm. So how was that? So you... You just had uh, like invitation and then you cook together and then you said, Hey, can you give me this recipe? But it's oh, really, it's, you, yeah. you, it's really like 60 recipes. You see, mm -hmm. you did a great job. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, the usually when, like, first of all, we travel a lot with couch serving. So we get in touch with locals very easily. Um, and then it's not that the people would give you the recipe like, exactly how much from this like weight wise or milliliter it's about more that when we travel I realize what is my favorite food from this country and and then often people would just show you how to make it but also me like when I'm cooking usually I don't use measurements like I just cook by feelings so actually that was the hardest part writing this book to to make it exactly in a way that it's replicable, replicable. I think that's the word. Sorry. Um, yeah, and and that is people can can do the same, right? Exactly the way that I 
like I had it so many times in, in that country. And, and then some others are also veganized recipes from my mom or grandmother. And some are my own creations. So it's a kind of like, it's a little bit of mixture. And the idea of the book was really to put recipes inside that are easy to make. Um, like my definitely, really recipes that I'm using on a daily basis, like daily is maybe the wrong word, but regularly. Um, so it's not anything like that. A lot of ingredients that you need to go find and you might not have at home. So it's, it's really it was important for me that you can also put those um, meals into a very busy, busy day and still take time for cooking. So great. That is, so you had, it has a, Uh, a touch of you like to recipe from grandmother mom and you and then from the whole people from the whole world I think that is so special and um, yeah and then if the recipe is um, still easy to do hey what else what else you do you want sorry that is so cool mm. when you have a busy day open the cookbook and do easy stuff Mega. I think that is what the people need. Mm. Uh, healthy uh, food each day and what is uh, not, what is a, um, not really heavy to cook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you said before you do, um, you're doing cooking class, catering as well, uh, cookbook um, and other stuffs. So um, for maybe what is your reason to do that for the world? So again, um, is it for like, do you want to tell the world they have to eat healthy or they have to cook better or what is, what is your goal for it? <laughs> well, they don't have to do anything. Um, my, my first reason is for the animals because um, so every time somebody would do my recipe, the less animals are suffering. Second, it's for the nature that we are like, especially eating animal products uses a lot of resources um, like water, energy, space, food. Um, and also it is one of the main contributors to climate change. So of course, I, I know that um, nature is stronger than us. I mean, she will survive us. Um, it's more about making sure that we can still live on this planet. And um, then the third reason is, yeah, to for, for our health in general. I mean, I, I really enjoy especially doing the cooking classes because then people they see how easy it is. So like it's different than just reading the recipe from the book. But when I do the cooking classes, people see how easy it is and how delicious it tastes. And so I have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. Yes, I can see that. I can see that on your uh, Instagram channel that the people have fun and you as well. That is so important so mm -hmm. um when did cooking became a, pa a passion difficult question um i started to cook very early like i mean my mom also 
always tried to incorporate us into her cookings and tried to give us a little, like a few tasks. And then later on as a teenager, we had like this task to cook once a week. And at some point I got obsessed by borrowing cookbooks from the library and just trying out so many different things. And I think that's where I learned the basics. Um, of course, not specifically now cooking vegan, but I mean, there are a lot of basics that, uh, yeah, that I, I learned through that. And yeah, and then later I remember, oh, yeah, there was like summer um, vacation, like right before I started to study. And I knew at some point I'm going to move out. And then I realized, well, I, I think I always had kind of like this pressure to always be good for some reason. Like I, I put that pressure on myself. It wasn't from my parents or anything. And I just wanted to be a great girlfriend and know how to cook well. So I started to write my first cookbook where I just collected recipes from from my parents, like especially my mom and, and also my grandmother and started to like from all these other recipes that I've learned to create my own. And this one I never published. I just uh, like send it as a PDF to friends, but it wasn't anything. Um, I mean, yeah, it wasn't, it was without pictures and that, but there it kind of like emerged that dream that one day I want to write my cookbook and I'm really glad I waited because now I could kind of specialize in something and even improve. And I think my whole life is about always, it's a process and I'm always improving. I'm always learning more and getting better. And I really enjoy that. I, um, I really love learning new things. Great. Really, really cool. That is something what the people or I have learned. I'm, I don't like really to cook and I because I'm not doing this for uh, yeah and I have to do it more <laughs> and maybe then I like it so you see <laughs> yeah, what no. is, what, yeah what is really interesting there are um, a lot of people who attended my cooking classes and I some of them I've, I knew before and I knew they maybe didn't travel like cook so often and at home and and now like, like they're sending me all these pictures, what they, they're preparing at home and how, yeah, like how, I just see them with more, more love and more passion and, and more joy preparing their own food. And this in return makes me so happy. Like, it's just, I feel really, really grateful that I can do what I'm passionate about and, and sharing all this knowledge with people. So cool. So cool. Another question is, um, were you always vegan or when did the process happen? Mm, I started to eat vegan in like beginning of 2015. Mm, okay. No, six or 16, I think. Yeah, 16. Okay. And, um, but I, I, most of my life, like since I'm nine years old, I think I, I didn't eat um, just meat. Because okay. of, of this one movie, like Chicken Run. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I think it traumatized me a little bit. Yeah, but that is good. So, um, yeah, that is so cool. Um, what do you want to say again about your business, about your passion? Do you want to say something? Um, 
well, I think that I'm, as I already said, I'm really grateful that I can do what I'm passionate about. And at the same time, like for me, I don't really like try to, how do you say, like convince people that the vegan diet is the best, the best nutrition or, but while, while just offering them or showing them how easy it is to cook vegan, I, I kind of like, I help in, like I help the animals at the same time, the environment and actually also your health, just like by the combination of it. But I don't really have to preach it or I don't have to show you movies of um, animals getting slaughtered because I mean, myself, I cannot really watch that. It's, it, yeah, it really hurts myself. Um, and I don't want anybody to, to have to grow to go through that as well, even though I know it can change some people's mind if they would actually know what is going on. Um, but it's not my way. And I think I'm really happy that I found my way to, to help. Great. Amazing. I think it is, uh, that is what I love. If people do their passion, what they love. And I'm so grateful that, that you're doing things, what you love and um, to inspire the people. That is so cool. So cool. And now we are, I have questions about <laughs> Switzerland. <laughs> that I think uh, this one will be really special because we are both Swiss and, um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so I know you travel the the whole um, if, yeah almost the whole world I think. And what is the difference between the life in a other uh, the, the life in another country and Switzerland? What do you think? Um, For you, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think when we are when I'm abroad, like in other countries, I'm definitely i think i socialize more i i go to more events i think in switzerland they just don't happen so often i mean of course corona time is, is also different um but it's it's a different kind of thing like usually in in other countries you would have like a live music almost every corner like yeah you don't really have that so often in switzerland and i definitely definitely eat out more which in Switzerland is usually um, very expensive and it's also not our culture. Yeah, that's, that's true as well. So great. And um, what do you think um, can the Swiss learn from you as from Swiss to Swiss? What do you, what do you think? Mm, I think we all can learn something from each other. Um, in general, like how to cook healthy and easy recipes and also to live more in harmony with nature. But more specifically to the Swiss people, I think, of course, I don't want to stereotype, but I think we could, like, we as Swiss people, we are not so open-minded and we could also be, try to be less reserved. And, and sometimes just invite a, an expat to our home. Because um, that's something I often get. I, I, I like to invite people um, to my home, sometimes also to my family. And, and then there would be like some people who already have been living in Switzerland for many years. And then there would be like, 
oh, um, I have never, and they, they tell me, oh my gosh, I've never been to a Swiss family. And I'm like, seriously, like why? Um, so I think we could, we could definitely try to, to do that more often. Yes, I totally agree with you. Yeah, we have to break our rüstige Rabe. Yes. At first. Yeah. At first. That's another part. Yeah. That's another part. And then, um, yeah, no, really, that is what I, <laughs> I love to do is um, building bridges between mm-hmm. local and uh, other national because I think as well we can learn um, both from each other. And as well, I'm as a Zucker and you from Bern, from the mm-hmm. Canton Bern, we can learn from each other. Mm-hmm. so much and yeah definitely so 100% true and what can the expect expect to learn from you or the other um, nationalities learn from you I don't really know what expats can le- like learn from me I I guess I definitely know now know the process of getting a foreigner to live in Switzerland and also fall in love with with Switzerland because of Chris, like my husband. Um, Also about culture, I don't really think I'm very representative for for a Swiss person. um, So I don't think I could teach a lot about the culture. (laughs) But that is truly okay. So yeah, you're an open-minded person and I think you all... Everybody is welcome. Um, yes, definitely. Yeah, that is cool. But let's um, give us a little bit the secret. What do you like about Switzerland and w- which place do you like in Switzerland? Or what is the place you said, well, every, the, all the people have to go? Hmm. <laughs> um, I think Switzerland is a little bit like Utopia. A friend of mine, he once told me that. And I think now I finally understand what he meant by that. Especially after seeing so many amazing places around the world. I, like when we got here, we we fell in love with Zug from the first moment. It's it's like, first of all, it has really the right size for us. It's very close to the lake, to nature. And the architecture is very very romantic as well Uh, we do love the people it's also very international here and yeah so it's it's really funny and I have seen a lot of places in Switzerland but I think Zug is is my favorite place and I'm really grateful that we ended up here oh it's so nice to hear because I I grew up in this area and Mm -hmm. I was born here and for me before I went to Canada it was not nothing special I said Mm -hmm. like I want to I want to travel because I don't like this area anymore. And then I came back and I said, oh, no, I think we live in one of the beautiful places in Switzerland or even the world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, really. Yeah, I think traveling definitely makes you appreciate where you come from much more. It doesn't, I, I, of course, like um, it doesn't mean only when you live in Switzerland. It's also like I've met people who who came from like they are from like some a country in, in like Colombia for example and then they travel to the US and just being away they came and then they realized and then they came back to Colombia they realized what they admire about their country like the street dogs and 
the people who are much more open-minded and it's more living in like day by day and just in the moment. So I think the the past where or where we grew up really has a huge impact on us and the inf- impact like yeah has um in a way that we will yeah always remember some some very very deep inside us and at some i think at some point we we all want to come back to that or at least try to create it yes i totally agree with you yeah i think um what i said as well always is if you have the chance to to travel let's go and travel and then if you come back maybe you see the place where you live with another eye Mm-hmm. And but I think you can learn from from the travel so much, mm-hmm. and you can learn from where you grew up so much as well. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. And another question is, um, what would you like to change in Switzerland? I think I know that is a hard question. <laughs> and yeah, it's a hard question. Um, I do think compared to a lot of countries, our poly- policy like political system but also education and healthcare system is really amazing but i do see improvement like what what you like what you could improve like for example what you could learn exactly at school um i think it doesn't really prepare us for life very well um it's it's still like a lot of the knowledge is yeah it's like we we learn a lot of things that we don't really need and at the same time, we could just learn so much more about, like, I think it educates more to be a good employer, but not really like to start your own business, um, to to kind of like think outside the box, to to self-esteem, um, like personal development in general, uh, investment as well. Like, how do you, um, how can you like, yes, yeah, start the life that, um yeah that is is freer like you have more freedom and there's so much that you could learn um i would i would really like if the healthcare system would also work this way that you pay less if you simply have a healthier lifestyle um the only thing is how can you track that um but i'm sure we will find a solution at some point for that as well yeah um it's it and of course in Switzerland, I mean, yes, the political system is great, but if there is like you want to change something, I'm I'm glad we have so much power, each individual of us, but at the same time it takes like so many years until something is implemented. So it's like really like this it's a lot of paperwork, um until usually something is, is done. But you know. Um, I, sh- I should really not complain at all because I'm really, really grateful, especially after seeing how it works in other countries. Yeah. Yeah. I really totally agree with you. <laughs> so true. Hey, no, thank you um, for this talk. And now we're coming actually to the end. And, and now this question is really cool. <laughs> how will your life look like in five years? I know you have plans for that. <laughs> so that's why. I can uh, ask this question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think by that time, we will already have built our eco community. Um, there, were, there will also be one house 
um, for for different kind of workshops and retreats. And I think optimal would be like twice a month to organize different things. And I mean, I realize that now myself with the retreats that I'm doing um, with a friend of mine, it's when we have like every weekend, you cannot really like concentrate on other stuff. And also it feels weird to have new people, especially after such a short time, because we really liked the last group so much. We kind of connected so well. And then you have these new people and you're just like, oh my gosh, um, <laughs> you just wish like to have back the old people, but then you get to to like the the new people and then it's like a circle. So it's like really nice to work with people for a longer, longer time. And um, yeah. Great, great, great. I hope, no, I know it will be happen, so. It will, of yeah, course. Of course. <laughs> yes. So cool. Great. Thank you. And now um, you have to teach us three words <laughs> in your mother tongue um, or in other, yeah, just words you want to tell us. So, I c so, yeah. Okay. The first one is going to be Essa. It's food. Essa. Yeah. Essa. Uh, second, Gesundheit. Health. Gesundheit, yeah. And third, Schlafe. Sleeping. Oh, yeah. Totally. Three important Very things. Very important things, yes. <laughs> so cool. And that was um, Swiss German. <laughs> yeah, of course. With the Bern dialect. <laughs> genau, no, really. So repeat again. Um, Essen. Gesundheit. Schlafe. Perfect. Great. Uh, no, thank you so much for this talk. It really inspired people. And um, I really, really, I think you're doing a great job. Really cool. And I know in five years you will have your own own little world. And you <laughs> still bubble. <laughs> your bubble. Yes. And I will put all the details of your cooking class, of your book and all the stuff in the info box, of course, because I want to share that to the people because I think you're doing a great job. Mega. And um, yeah, <laughs> do you want to say in the end something? I think Corona helped us a lot. I mean, I think most people to realize that they should slow down a little bit. And I'm really happy to help, happy to help um, to get more into that and keep it going. And yeah, I am very grateful for this talk, Sandra. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you as well. And uh, see you soon. What a great talk. Thank you so much, Deborah. And um, for the audience, Please follow her on Facebook and Instagram. All the infos about her again in the info box. Yeah, see you soon and tschüss zusammen. Yeah.